Hello listeners, Merry Christmas. Thanks a lot for joining us. It's great to have you around again. We missed having you here. Uh, my name's Gabriel. Uh, you're listening to another Mix and Mojo Cook Chase podcast. Uh, it's very Christmassy. It's our Christmas edition. We're, we're recording this on Christmas Eve. I'm joined with the wonderful Matt. Hello. Uh, A.K.A. Clone2727. The That's right. The 2727th clone. Yeah, that's correct. My favorite clone. Uh, nice to have you around, um, and nice to, be, to, to to have us joining you, listeners, on uh, this lovely, very cold Christmas Eve. I imagine you all kind of wrapped up, rusty toasty, with your hot water bottle and your crackling fire, like we've got a crackling fire here. Um, we're supposed to be joined with Roger Roger from Norway. He's uh, flying in to our little mountain cabin in in, in uh, Lapland that we've that we've all gone to to record this. Uh, he isn't here yet. He's going to be joining us any minute now. In fact, oh, what's that noise? I can hear. I can hear bells. And and that's. Well, hang on, that's not bells. That doesn't sound right. Is that? Hey, Matt, can you go over to the window? What's? Let me just. Oh, no, that, that's Roger. What's? What's that, what's that thing he's driving? It looks like a complete trash. Oh, it's all. Oh, oh no. Come in, come in. Hey, oh, hey, come in. Cl- close the door. Keep Sorry. the, the cold out. It's good to see you, Roger. Come in. Sorry, I'm late. Yeah. Ah, uh, warm, warm yourself by the fire. What, what, what happened to your car? What was you? What, what, what were you driving? Well, it, it broke down again. You know, it, well, you can see the state of it, right? Yeah, it's awful. What happened to it? Well, the Telltale guys come, kind of came around and they wondered they could, you know, just borrow it just to bring some stuff oh. to a, a, a convention and then, um, well, you, you. Well, they took it for a joyride, I think. Oh, no. I mean, it, it looks like it's been through a forest. Ah, oh, it looks awful. I can smell it from here. Is it? Did Dan Connor uh, vomit in the back seat again? Yeah, I don't know what purple stuff in the back seat is, but it's, it smells like vomit. I think, I think someone might have done a poo in it. Oh, and drugs. All the windows are broken. That's dreadful. That is dreadful. Yeah. So Such um, a shame. Uh, so we're going to do the podcast. Yeah, they make quite good games, but uh, don't ever lend them your car, guys. That's that's not good. That's not the Christmas spirit, is it? That's the anti-Christmas spirit. That's the Hanukkah spirit. Oh, wait, no, I can't say that. That's anti-Jewish. Uh, we'll edit that out. Um, that's that's the that's the anti-Christmas spirit, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so just welcome to the Mixamojo Cook Chase Christmas podcast. Hey, the days are dark. The trees are stark, it's depressing and it's really cold. But lo and behold, it's a podcast show. Listen to it in your beds, it's on every year. We're quite sincere, it's full of lovely Christmas cheer. So grab some tea ASAP and join us for the International House of Mojo Christmas Cook Chase Show. Um, and uh, we're without Dan, unfortunately. But there's all these stories about uh, what's happened to Dan. I heard that he went mad and took all his clothes off and, and ran out into the woods. Is that what you heard? I heard something about Stonehenge. You know, the winter solstice was the last time he was seen. In the middle of his stones. 
and then he disappeared. Well, he, he, he was probably performing his role in his official capacity as Arthur Pendragon, Archdruid of Carmarthen, uh, which, of course, that's, that's his day job, actually. Um, yeah, I heard that, they, that he was casting a magic spell and it went wrong, and now he's encased in stone himself and he will, will only be freed uh, if we sacrifice a virgin. Probably. Or until the summer solstice, whichever comes first. Um, we might have to. We might have to sacrifice a virgin. Um, so that's. Yeah, we need it. We need it back for this. Yeah, that's something to look forward to. We might sacrifice a virgin live on air. Actually, that would be exciting. Anyway, it's a very, it's a very wonderful Christmas Eve. It's all very festive here. We hope you're festive at home. Um, if you're a Muslim or Sikh or Jew or Jedi Knight, uh, some of you can probably listen to this too. Uh, we're also joined with Nojin, Summon Me. Is that right? Se- <laughs> yeah, it's Sammy Me. Salmon Max. Nojin Salmon Max hit the road. Uh, welcome to our festive cabin. Um, this is probably quite alarming for you since you're from Iran. Um, not much. What, what do you mean? You don't have Christmas in Iran, is that right? Yeah. You have Christ. Uh, do you have like a Muslim equi- equivalent, do you think? Well, there is a kind of equivalent to it. There's a Zartoshti tradition. I don't know how Zartoshti is tr- pronounced in English because I saw the spelling. It's Zoro something. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's much harder in English. It's um, the, the tradition is called Yalda. And basically, it's a family reunion. And we don't give presents to each other, but uh, it's, it's more of a reunion. And there was... A bit like Thanksgiving. Yeah. There was a pine tree in that tradition long before, but it's not anymore. Uh, there are uh, we, we we actually eat lots of um, cookies and pomegranates and uh, watermelon. Sounds and nice. Um, yeah, it's not, it's not even New Year for you, though, is it? No, <laughs> it's not. So this is completely irrelevant. You just think we're we're <laughs> the, the New insane. Year is actually Earth Day, twenty uh, first right. of Mars. March. Ah, it's ages yeah. away. So this is all nonsense yeah. to you. Yeah. But welcome to our festive log cabin anyway. Uh, you can see Clone2727 over there uh, and uh, Roger. Um, so you, welcome welcome in. Kind of, you know, dry yourself off by the fire. Um, sure. Thanks. We'll ask you, yes, uh, what's been your favorite news story this year then? This this uh, Christian year? The, be- the most exciting thing was um, Double Fun's game coming to PC. Like oh, stacking. Stacking and custom quests, yeah. In a way, that's bigger news than the death of uh, of Kim Jong-il's son, isn't it? Uh, actually, name? he died on my, ber- on my birthday. That's ah. <laughs> yeah, I was born. That's good. He was dead. Um, <laughs> so that's good. Are you, you're going to be playing that game, presumably? Uh, what game? Stacking, the game we were just talking about. <laughs> Yeah, of I the am. game of North Korea. I am going to play that. Alongside Actually, with I, Q. I should be careful. We have a big following in North Korea. Q.U.B.E. Alongside with mm. that game. North Korea. What about um, Jurassic Park? Have you played that? Yeah. The new Telltale game? Yeah, it, it, it was nice. You know, I like the story, but again, just like Back to the Future. Uh, yeah. The gameplay, the gameplay was nice. You know, I, I don't have, I'm not really restricted in the term of gameplay uh, i am open to new methods but um 
you know, I'm not saying that it should be an adventure game, but uh, well, since it's Telltale and um, they are actually trying to make the genre popular again, I guess maybe it's best if they stick to their roots. But yeah. I have no problem with reinventing. I, I, I'm not bashing the Jurassic Park game. Like, I, it was enjoyable. What about what's been happening in the community? There's been a few kind of interesting community discussions this year. Has there been a, a favorite for you? <laughs> I don't hang around the forums much, but um, I am participating in a fan Green Fandango game. Oh yeah, uh, I've seen this on the yeah, forums with Nemo. Yeah. Hmm. Do you think anything's going to happen with that? Hopefully, we, we are um, actually N- Nemo is very excited and his he has great ideas. He has um, collaborated a lot and uh, well, I I'm not available most most of the week. I'm, I go to college in Tehran. I'm not available, but um, you know him. I think the most important quality in a fan game to be actually accomplished is that the team members should encourage each other and Nemo certainly has that quality and mm-hmm. he he does encourage me to continue but I am very excited I think I I hope it will be a nice thing I, I can't say anything about it yet because there isn't anything to it yet we're just yeah uh, an- yeah we're just analyzing the uh, main game right now and understanding um, what what it was and good why why it was good Anyway, here's a Christmas cracker. Have you have you seen one of these before? The Christmas cracker. Uh, yeah, you well. just you just you hold hold one of the ends. Can you see that? Okay. Just yeah, hold I the end. Yeah. Have you okay. got it? Okay. okay. And then we pull it like this. <laughs> hey. Oh. <laughs> and you see what there was? You've got a. Well, I'll show you. You've got a, a hat inside. Um. Hey Roger, you ha- take this hat. Okay, for Don. Yeah. Uh, and like uh, a joke, Christmassy joke. Question: Why uh, did the strawberry get a lawyer? Answer: Because it was in a jam. <laughs> Is this thing on? Yeah. Anyway, that's a good joke. What have I got as a present here? Um. What is this? Little plasticky thing. Just what I always wanted. So that's good. Um, it's a, I don't know what it, it's a, like a little plastic spinner thing. I, uh, great. Uh, anyway, that's a great Christmas. What, what should I say to okay. you? Not not happy Christmas. Maybe kind of happy season. Uh, seasonal greetings. <laughs> merry happy Merry Ramadan. Is that right? Ram- no. Ramadan. No. Ramadan. Well, uh, Merry Yalda. Merry Yalda. I didn't say the I didn't say the significant thing about Yalda. It, it's actually the longest day of the year. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh right, it's shortest day of the year yeah. for us. What? How is? Oh no, sorry, the longest day. Yeah, winter the solstice. Longest, sorry, 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 the longest night. <laughs> that was yesterday Damn actually, it, because I we were recording really this on Christmas Eve. Yes, it was uh, last night. Yeah. What's what's the situation like in Iran at the moment? What's the political situation there? We're kind of gauging this because a lot of, we've got a lot of listeners all across the world. We've got a, 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 an audience of potentially billions if this goes viral. So people are wanting oh to boy. know what's what's happening. Wow. Have you been arrested yet? You since the last podcast, you weren't carted away and beheaded, were you? Well, actually, yes, I am beheaded. I'm. I'm. Uh, my head was cryogenically frozen, and seriously, it was really a hard p- procedure to get me back to be alive but 
Yeah, but there's a slight problem. I actually have to sit a little bit, um, you know, very not not in a straight way because my head is a little bit tilted. It's not very fixed very well. I have to, you know, yeah. They didn't do very well surgery, unfortunately. Right. Uh, I haven't actually spoken for three months. Uh, the last podcast, that was the last time I ever spoke. I've been saving up my, my speech uh, until this point. Do you think that's a good idea? Well, it's, it's, it's all flooding out now. I mean, you can't stop, can you? I can't stop. Also, I, I, I kind of feel like I've forgotten how to speak in some ways. Uh, so if I forget how to speak during the podcast, that's what's happened. Uh, also, I'm quite cold, so I'm, I'm kind of defrosting myself by the fire here. Um, but it is lovely. Uh, let's talk about what's been happening this year. Well, uh, Matt, what, what are your thoughts? Well, seemed exciting. Pretty exciting to me, you know. Are you talking about the Arab uh, Spring? In general, and, and the LucasArts Spring or whatever, you know. The LucasArts yeah. Spring? Yeah. In a way, what's happened at LucasArts with the Old Republic and, and with stacking a double right. fine, in a way... It's more exciting than democracy in the Middle East. I think so, absolutely. Going online and killing people, it's, it's definitely more exciting. Do you think that the news that stacking is coming to PC is uh, in many ways more mo monumental than uh, the death of, the, of, of um, Colonel Gaddafi, for instance? Yeah, I mean, you, you've seen dictators die before, but it's the first time you get a game on PC with Matryoshka dolls that you can stick right. in each other. So it's, it's the first time, right. you know. It's, yeah. it's, it's monumental. We're in new territory here. Has, it, has, has anyone played stacking? Yeah, I played it on the Xbox um, a, a, a little bit no. because I got tired. What did you think? It. I've been waiting for it to come on the PC, so it's perfect. Yeah. Has, uh, uh, speaking of another game, um, Jurassic Park came out uh, whilst we were away. Has anyone played nope. that? Uh, I, I watched it on YouTube, which is in a way a more interactive experience as you can <laughs> stop and play. Yeah, you, you can't do that in the video game. And you can skip, skip <laughs> forward the boring part, so it's, you know, it's an improvement to the actual yeah. game. What, what, did you, what did you make of the, 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 way, the whole Jeep fiasco, Jeep gate? Well, it, it, it was expected. I mean, after I got my car back, I... I said, oh, the, again. The, yeah, the, you know? I mean, this is the news that uh, Telltale borrowed a car. What is it? A Jeep for their Jurassic Park convention? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that, anyway. Um, I mean, I, I thought it was quite an interesting news piece. Uh, you might have followed it on, on Mix and Mojo, which is the, the website we're famously associated with. Um, what I thought was it was it was kind of like a, a, a difficulty with... There were two news stories. There was the the one news story which which Telta was saying, "Hey, we're a small company. We're 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 not the big evil guys." I, John, Dan Connor wrote a check personally for this Jeep guy. Uh, they they stole this Jeep. No, they they bought a Jeep off this guy. They rented the Jeep, and then the Jeep guy said it was ruined. And Dan Connor uh, said that he wrote a check personally for um, the Jeep guy, and it was kind of this triumph of this this narrative that Telltale were telling about their company that they were saying that hey we're still a small company even though we're, we, we we employ a billion people in china and uh we we churn out uh these shit games uh every uh hour um 
that's not entirely fair. They make some good games as well. But um, anyway, they were saying that they were this small company. And then the, the next week, the story broke that um, some of their company members were uh, reviewing their own games. Did you read about this? Yes. It's not the first time it's happened, is it? The, no. Uh, the, Bi the Bioware guys did the same thing with Dragon Age 2 earlier in the year. So you could just say that, you know. Yeah. They're, they're, they're um, following a trend in a way. So you, c you can't really blame them for that one. Yeah. I, in a way, um, but what was interesting about that response was that Telltale said, hey, we're a small company, we're not responsible for our, our employees or something like that. They, they were like, um, you know, we're, we're a bit bummed, but that's, that's about it. I think that was the, the language they used in the parlance of our times. Um, and kind of like, you know, what people were expecting there was uh, some kind of corporate language, some kind of, there's been an internal investigation, uh, we have disciplined our internal employees, that kind of thing. And we didn't get that. Rounded up the usual suspects. Well, maybe, actually, when they said we were bummed, maybe that's maybe that was discipline. I don't know. Uh, but I, I just thought it was interesting how Telltale have sort of been under scrutiny, these two narratives that they... Well, there's one narrative, I suppose, that they, they tell about themselves, that they are still this small kind of ma-and-pa-style company, um, which I've always kind of doubted because... You know, a company is a company, in my <laughs> opinion. And I kind of, I've always preferred, uh, even though LucasArts are evil, at least I know who they are. Sometimes uh, they keep I felt like I'd a bit more comfortable with that. It, it's, it's a known entity, LucasArts, I think. Yeah. They're, they can set up to disappoint you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think I think they've sort of got themselves into a, a, an interesting knot there. And it'll be interesting to see what happens in 2012, how, you know, they, they continue to present themselves, whether it is this kind of big company that has kind of morals and scruples and can uh, control their staff uh, and their jeeps or whether they kind of continue to say that they're they're a small company who, who you know are just like um, your parents running a company because you know the, C the Sierra fans is not forgiving you know well, they're doing the what the King's Quest next year they are yeah we haven't heard much and from the that, Sierra we? fans are very very p particular about what yes, they, they want. They basically want uh, the 1983 back. <laughs> right. I don't we all? I love the uh, the 80s uh, and the. 90s. I, I I can't remember it, so it must have been great. Uh, what would you say would be your best news story this year, guys? Uh, my favorite was definitely the one where the AT machine was doing the one on the influences of the dig. That was that was good there. Oh yeah. That was the only time we've seen the AT machine this year, I think. He he came back from the dead and then died right. again. He emerged from the from the library. So what's what's your favorite news story, uh, Roger? Oh, it's you know the old news. Oh yeah, old news. Because we have old news because now. I had a hand in that. Yeah, you did that. You're Mr. Mojo in a way. That was my second favorite. What are you guys uh, hoping to get for Christmas if you celebrate Christmas? Money. Money. Yes. Uh, to spend on LucasArts games, because that's what you love to do, right? Yeah, from eBay, but yeah. Uh, Roger, what about you? Oh, money. <laughs> money, right, Probably. okay, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in a room with venture capitalists, I think. Because uh, yeah. I'm a communist, in a way. I've got something to say. Hot topic. I've got an opinion. Hot topic. Let me tell you about it now. Hot topic. What, the hottest community topic. Let's talk about what's been happening in the community. Yeah. Uh, we've had a few hot topics. 
clone, you were involved in one, actually, weren't you? There was a war with uh, Thunderpill. Uh, uh, Do you no, remember? No, it's, it's been too long, I think. A couple months there or something. Some... You were, I remember very well, you were very angry that uh, Telltale had brought out a patch. Is that right? No, no, no. I wasn't really angry with uh, Double Fine for their Psychonauts patch, but, uh, you know, I, I, I was pretty happy that someone came out with a patch that allowed the Steam patch to be used elsewhere instead of having to rebuy the game for the 50th time on Steam or something like that. Mm. Uh, uh, so that was quite an exciting comment war. I enjoyed that. Um, do you think you won that? I have no idea. I think I think uh, let's let's say it now. You won it. Oh, thank you. Um, possibly, I don't know. Um, there's been a lot of talk in the comments uh, this year about genre. Have you noticed that? Uh, a lot of people saying kind of uh, crumbs in particular saying that uh, lots of things are adventure game genres, uh, even when they're not. And that, that that comment war is in fact it's a hot topic uh, that's still ongoing. Uh, we've got a thread on the top 100 adventure games ever. Which yes. uh, adventure game gamers are doing, and Crom's uh, there is arguing that Portal could be considered an adventure game. What do you think about that? I definitely don't think so. Do you wish to elaborate? Well, it's it's not really an adventure game. I mean, I, I don't recall in a Monkey Island the first-person shooter portion of the game. It just it's, it's not there, you know. Mm. It, it's too combative. Yeah. I mean, I think, to me, it all comes down to gameplay mechanics. It's it, People go on about adventure games as being story-orientated. Actually, so many games are story-orientated, particularly now. Uh, I think more and more. It's got nothing to do with story. I mean, a, a, a story uh, can be another word for a game. Right. Um, I think what d differentiates different games uh, would be would be the, the way that the uh, gameplay progresses. So, the nature of the puzzles, in this case. Uh, although you could put Portal and adventure game is in a in a broader canon perhaps uh what what do you think roger what's your opinion well the furthest i've gotten in portal is the main menu so from really you haven't played it so from that i can tell that it's kind of i guess a puzzle game where you jump from room to room something like so, that so um I sort of so, so yes i have to say it's like um i'll just take a guess it's uh, it must be like seventh guest which wasn't an adventure game it was a bloody annoying game because i couldn't <laughs> get any of the puzzles so you can fuck right off I have, um, uh, unlikely for me, I have actually played both the Portal games. I don't play that many games. Yeah, same here. Uh, but I played both the Portal games. I like them very much. Actually, I'd say Portal 2 is my game of the year, probably. Or Skyrim. Uh, and or I haven't played Skyrim yet because my computer can't run it. Oh, you should. Uh, have you been playing Skyrim, uh, Matt? A bit. What do you think of it? Interesting. Very, a little buggy, but still fun. Yeah. I liked um, uh, Oblivion very much. Um, I thought I thought Portal 2 was magnificent though, and I thought Portal 2 in many ways was the kind of game that LucasArts would be making now if they hadn't gone off the rails. If they had sort of kept their yeah, game, possibly. they would be making a game like Portal 2. You know, it's that got the kind of that kind of uh, production values and that kind of humor um, and innovative uh, uh, puzzle-based gameplay. Um, not necessarily an adventure game. It's far too fun for to be an adventure game. Um, <laughs> Actually, I say that I was playing a bit of Broken Sword Director's Cut the other day. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's still pretty good. Yeah. Uh, th I think they did a good job. I, I think it's nice that there's been a trend this year for uh, new games to... So old games to be brought out again in uh, Director's Cuts. 
Do you think that trend will continue? What could we see next? I think we'll get a lot more like that. Have you played Broken Sword 2? The uh, new edition of that one. Is there a new edition of that? Yeah. That's exciting. I didn't know about that. They also did the graphics and they, they uh, at least say that the music is supposed to sound better. Aha. Uh -huh. Well, that's pretty good. Um, I should check that out. Uh, maybe the next one will be Grim Fandango, which uh, Thunderpeel's working on. Uh, I wouldn't if mind if they fixed up Broken Sword 3 and removed all those <laughs> box-moving puzzles. Yeah, a lot of crates in that game. I so if they just removed that, it would be a, a decent game, mm. I think. What do you think is going to happen with LucasArts next year? Nothing. Do you think? Well, they're going to make money. Because the Old Republic was just released. Yeah, that looks pretty good. Yeah, we'll just gain royalties. They're going to make a killing on that. Uh, do you think that uh, the new that that open world RPG is going to come to anything? It sounds a bit fanciful to me. Oh yeah, it was an old news post from early in the year. Yeah, we haven't heard much from them. We haven't heard anything about it since, but we haven't heard anything about anything since from LucasArts. They've been quiet, too quiet. All quiet on the Western Front. Of course, uh, Ron Gilbert is working at Double Fine now, right? Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, He's released his new concept art. I don't know if that's going to be very good, but people people like Deathspank a lot. Yeah, it's the Footloose Janitor he's working on, isn't it? Yeah, so that's exciting. So so things are happening. Uh, who knows whether they'll be any good or not, but we'll be there talking about them point pointlessly anyway. Exactly. I Something exciting I did recently was I friended Paul Franzen on Facebook. Do you think that was a good idea? Well, he's our biggest fan, isn't he? Yeah. The, the The problem is that now that I'm friends with him on Facebook, he's not really a, a fan anymore. He's he's more like a friend who listens to the show out of charity. So in a way, I've I've basically reduced our listenership by half uh, because I think there's only one other person who listens who isn't a personal friend or family member of mine. Uh, so that maybe that was a mistake. And you and you become you know kind of biased because you added him. You can't talk shit about his game because you're a friend. Yeah. His game, of course, he's working on a game as well. It's called, um, insert name here, and it will be out. Edit this later. Uh, so that's exciting. I think it's called Life in the Dorms. Um, that's coming out next year. Actually, there's there's possibly a trend of more kind of bedroom developers happening. I mean, I, I, I these trends go in and out of fashion, but I, I think that's, that's continuing to happen at least. Uh... There's there's some quite promising adventure games being developed by amateurs. Uh, there's a good thread on the forums about the journey down. Have you seen this? I saw it briefly. It looks pretty good. You should check it out again. It looks pretty amazing. Uh, and I think we should we should uh, big up to the MJ Posse, uh, the Power of Monkey Island. Uh, have you seen that thread on on our forums? It's a bit depressing actually. Um, MJ, who who does the Power of Monkey Island, which is a Monkey Island-based radio play, is having a mental breakdown in the thread. Uh, nobody seems to really be talking about it, but we're talking about it now. I've listened to it. Well, he did get one post, but it didn't really help, did it? No, he was. It, the, the post was from Nojen, who's from Iran. And he said, What happened to the Simon Max series? Uh, and I don't know what he's talking about there. I don't think there was a Salmon Max series. So I think that's uh, what made MJ die inside, uh, which is very depressing for him. But it's a great show. You should check it out. Uh, there's just time to to pop our Christmas crackers. Um, Roger, could you could you take the 
take hold of the uh, of this cracker. We'll pull it. Do you have this okay. tradition in Norway? Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got okay. it. Okay, hang on. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, it didn't pop. Hang on. There we go. Yeah. Yay. And uh, what, what, what? I've got a little what party you? hat. This oh, is the best look. Christmas ever. <laughs> I'm gonna put my party hat on. Oh no, it broke. <laughs> oh, it's a disaster. Okay, I've got a, I've got a Christmas joke. Question: Why did the jockey take his saddle to bed? I don't know. Uh, answer: In case he had nightmares. <laughs> 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 I don't get it. What, what's the joke? I don't. What? I don't get it. Uh, let's see. What what prize do I have in here? Little toy. Uh, ah, it's an oversized paperclip. Exactly what I want. So that's good. Merry Christmas. It's good. It's good. Merry Christmas. Um, Merry Christmas, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Sorry this has been a bit crap. Well, uh, it's a bit. Uh, but thank you very much for our guests slash guest, depending on circumstances. Beyond our uh, control. After we finish recording this. Uh, Matt, do you have anything else? Do you have a Christmas message for people? Don't die. That's good. Good advice. I like it. Roger, any Christmas messages to the world? Because the world is listening. We have a we have a, an audience of potentially billions of people. Don't let anyone borrow your car. Yeah, that's a good good advice. Good advice. For God's sake, don't let anyone borrow your car. Those bastards, Telltale. I heard that they stole the car of a nun and drove it into an orphanage. Is that true? It sounds plausible. And then the orphanage exploded. I too. think it might be true. Actually, I I don't mean to rag. It's the season of forgiving. We love Telltale. They're wonderful. They never make shit games. Uh, Buy their game. Yeah, we love them. We love Double Fine and Ron Gilbert and everyone. Uh, a few years ago, I used to send out Christmas cards to these companies from, from Mix and Merger, and then I stopped doing it because nobody ever, ever responded to them. I mean, nobody even mentioned it in an email or anything. That's okay, just doing them as well. Uh, so that was, that was the moment I died inside. Uh, but never mind. Thanks very much for listening. Maybe this podcast will go viral and we'll get billions of listeners, but I doubt it. Anyway, have a great Christmas, guys, and we'll see you sometime. Hopefully when Dan has been uh, turned back into flesh. Pine of Virgin first. Yeah. Well, that won't be hard in the LucasArts community. <laughs> 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 okay, then. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, goodbye. Goodbye, guys.